0: The Pod Buffet. The Pod Buffet. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to The Pod Buffet, a podcast of podcasts and an eclectic mix of flavors. Hey, everyone, and thank you for being here. This is The Pod Buffet, and this is the last episode of Series 3 episode 45. So it's a digest episode. So it's got both Nicole Warner, German with Nicole, and also Amanda Siong Blodgett, who is also known as Miss Panda and teaches Mandarin Chinese to young children. Just wanted to let you know the episodes will still be there for you to catch up on if you've missed any. There are 45 episodes in Series 3 and we're taking a little break and we'll be back in the new year. Hope to see you again there. Stay subscribed and you will pick up the next one as it arrives in the new year. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you being on the journey with us. Bye for now. Oh, and here's the digest. Today's episode we have... Nicole Warner with German with Nicole
1: Now that I finished chapter 3 of the German book I decided to order the first Harry Potter book in German I'm going to read Harry Potter in German My client's eyes beamed at me through the webcam Oh I choked my reaction down She just learned to say things like Wiesbaden liegt westlich von Frankfurt and Mein Zimmer ist hell, aber nicht so groß. And she has no concept of how hard Harry Potter is going to be in German. I broke the news to her gently, and I promise to be kind to you today, too. This is the official GermanWithNicole.com podcast, and I am Nicole Warner. I am the Nicole of GermanWithNicole.com. Und ich liebe die deutsche Sprache. This podcast is your anchor on the stormy seas of German learning. Herzlich willkommen! Here are the first couple of sentences of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Consider these two sentences and how hard they might be for an English-language learner. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet Drive. We're proud to say that they were perfectly normal, thank you very much. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Now here are the same two sentences in the German translation, after which I will break down the grammatical structures used in them. Mr. und Mrs. Dursley im Ligusterweg Nummer 4 waren stolz darauf, ganz und gar normal zu sein. Sehr stolz sogar. Niemand wäre auf die Idee gekommen, sie könnten sich in eine merkwürdige und geheimnisvolle Geschichte verstricken, denn mit solchem Unsinn wollten sie nichts zu tun haben. Let's break that down. Here are the grammatical structures used in only these two sentences, and I have excluded the four cases. Here we go. The word waren is the präteritum, A2 level. Start it in A1, but really you get to learn it well in A2. Wäre and the modal verb könnten is konjunktiv 2. You start that at the B1 level, and then you really get into it at B2. There's this thing called feste Verbindungen. They're really set constructions in German. And we have, there are three of them here. Stolz sein auf plus Akkusativ. Auf eine Idee kommen. Und sich in etwas verstricken. These are all B1, like end of the B1 level, beginning of the B2 level. Mit solchem Unsinn. (laughs) That's too much for me to break down in one episode. (laughs) And then we have... Zutun haben, infinitiv mit zu, level B1. In addition to all of this, and remember I left out the cases, in addition to all of this, we have to add the magic vocabulary words like die Zauberei, Zauberflöche, der Tagesprophet, fantastische Tierwesen und, und, und. Judging by the first two sentences, you'd have to have a solid basis for all of these grammatical structures and be either ready to learn or already well-versed in magic vocabulary just to read the first book of Harry Potter. Wow. So when should you read Harry Potter in German? I'd say when you've worked through a good chunk of the B1 level and keep working on it remember you only need one book thinking about that whole simplifying idea and keep at it as you work through the B2 level 2 read a section reread it and reread it again give yourself time to absorb it engage with it and who knows maybe you'll start receiving german post via owl <laughs> das ist genug für heute passen sie gut auf sich auf Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Page 1, Copyright 1997, J.K. Rowling. Übersetzung von Klaus Fritz, Alle deutschen Rechte bei Carlsen Verlag, GmbH, Hamburg, 1998.
0: And on today's episode, we have an interview with Amanda Xiong Blodgett, also known as Miss Panda. Who teaches Mandarin Chinese, particularly to youngsters, but also to their parents. Here she is telling us more about it. Hi Amanda, it's great to see you. Thanks for being on the Pod Buffet.
2: Thank you so much, Steve, for having me. It's wonderful to be here.
0: So before we get to the podcast, let's talk about the other audio.
2: Yeah, I have a, like an audio album on Spotify, and mainly it's for it's a bilingual, Mandarin Chinese and hmm. English, and then helping uh, families who are just starting with Mandarin Chinese to to start with a very uh, easygoing kind of way. Yeah. So they're not, you know, it's new to them and they want to get it started. So even though it's like a streaming album, it's a bilingual with songs. But the idea is you can sing, you can play. And there are over 100 Chinese expressions or phrases or sentences all together in there. And it's fun and you can understand. So and these are the phrases that you can talk about. Like, okay. You know, say thank you and say goodbye and also, um, you know, sing a song about your uh, body features, you know, your face features or, well, if you're the last one, go to the car, you're a stinky skunk. So those are the funny thing for the family to use. And so I try to connect the, the language with the everyday relevancy.
0: Yeah. It's, it sounds really good. and sounds, sounds a lot of fun. So what kind of age group are you you kind of aiming at? Because I think I think it's particularly for the younger ones, but but I'm imagining that that some adults will benefit from it as well.
2: It's really interesting you said that. But actually, a lot of times the parents are um, listening with their kids, and they say, "Well, I pick it up too." And I think it's a, it's a it's not really like formal classroom kind of setting. The design of the album is to have fun. So when you are having fun that you're playing when you're playing actually you're learning and that applies for the kids and for parents as well so the age group is i would say three to eight and then a lot of times you'll see the parents join in or older kids or or maybe they bought it for the older kids and the younger kids are actually picking up so that's the purpose oh yes because they're so
0: they're so flexible aren't they when they're young yes they just they they just sponge they just absorb everything
2: <laughs> totally so it's it's really interesting and this album is especially for non-native speakers so the parents don't speak they don't have any mandarin chinese background nobody's having a mandarin background they might know a little bit here and there but they want to inspire the kids to have fun with the language so that's the purpose of this uh this whole album
0: mm. Excellent. So, how does the podcast connect in with that?
2: Yeah, actually, the podcast is a is an extension of uh, what I do—a um, language. Uh, teaching and uh, the podcast actually started with like you know also every episode is a very short five to seven minutes long and every time I have a topic it's like an adventure so the kids are listening will come in to the podcast and follow me for example winter is coming so last winter I did like let's make a snowman so that's how we go into there we talked about the snow we talked about the weather we talked about what do we put on the snowman so it's a Another way to let the kids feel more comfortable with the language. So some episodes have more English, or some episodes have more Chinese. So the idea is to connect them, make them feel comfortable with the language. I think when you are learning a language, you really need to feel, well, this is possible. And that's where the podcast is for. I think language learning is really something um, we are all talking about communication, right? And then I think communication means we need to have a back and forth, kind of like play ping pong or tennis. I throw your ball, you hit it back, and I can come back um, with that. And so when we do that, we always start with something very simple. Like when we always think about little babies when they were born, they didn't say anything. The parents talk a lot. They take a whole year to, to produce the first word. So if you think yeah. that way, what, we cannot just teach you five sentences and now say it. Even if you say it, it's more mem- memorization. But what I want to do is I want people to feel like I own these sentences. I feel it. When I say very good, the ice cream is very good. You seriously feel it's very good. <laughs> so that's the purpose Absolutely. of what I do and how yeah. I connect with, uh, kids and families with uh, Mandarin Chinese.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. And what do you enjoy most about it? I mean, I could tell that you just love it. But what, what, is there anything that you enjoy most?
2: I think I enjoy the most when um, the kids can go to a store and they use the language. Or parents come to me and say, you know, we went to a Chinese restaurant and my daughter asked for a pair of chopsticks or asked for oh. water in Mandarin. And people were really, truly surprised. I think that's yeah. the, the real connection there. They are yeah. able to use the new language to connect with people and to communicate. And that's a great part to lead kids to learn about the world culture. Language is a part of culture. And what we Absolutely. want kids to know is from a language to connect with the culture and also connect with the home culture because there's mm-hmm. so many things we can talk about from a pair of chopsticks, okay, you eat with chopsticks in a Chinese right. restaurant, but what do you use when you're at home? So this is like, can, can, there's so many things to explore. And I think this is just a way to help kids to be curious about our world when we start with yeah. just one language.
0: Excellent. That's fabulous. So we've already talked about the, the album, we talked about the podcast. There's a book as well.
2: Called First Mandarin Sound, um, an awesome Chinese word book. So uh, it's a book to help people to get to know the, um, the Chinese pinyin. It's like a romanization of the Chinese pronunciation. And the, the fun part is a lot of times if we see even uh, news anchors or people read the Chinese names. I think it's, it's challenging to read just the romanization because even though it's alphabet like A, B, C, D, but it's still pronounced, it should be con- pronounced as a, standard the mandarin so i decided yeah. to um, write this book i wrote this book because i think well how about if we tell people the right way to say it not just with the the alphabet sound but to connect it with a chinese word so you can remember so i always give this very fun um letter x so letter x we see x and then but in chinese it sounds like xi like a watermelon in chinese is called xi gua so if you can remember watermelon in chinese is xi gua so next time when you see x you know ha 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 i know this sound it is xi so i try to connect uh, with the the image of course kids love images so it has embedded alphabet the romaniz- romanization of the pinyin symbol in the picture but at the same time, I connected with a word, a meaningful word kids can use or everybody can use. And so you'll remember next time when you see that pinyin alphabet, then you know, I know this one is "she" xi, like Gua watermelon, a watermelon in Chinese.
0: Yeah, uh, that's going to come in handy sometime, I'm sure. So I'll file that one away. But where where can we find you? Where's the best place? website or where else do you hang out?
2: Yes. Um, I am Miss Panda. Children and parents and the educators know me as Miss Panda. I have a website called Miss Panda Chinese. And then you can also find me on YouTube channels. I have a lot of stories, bilingual stories in English and Mandarin Chinese. And the social media, also the same, Miss Panda Chinese on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Excellent. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. And for sharing this wonderful little snippets of Mandarin Chinese.
2: Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: I hope you enjoyed this taster from the Pod Buffet. Check out the full podcast by following the links in the episode notes. See you again soon.